Guide Podcast, Episode 70. Hey, it's Kaylin Amadio, the Boomer Gal, author of The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, and I'm here with another great guest. I want to introduce you to Iris Barrett. She is a prolific writer living in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. She is an inspirational catalyst who empowers genuine connection through teaching, speaking engagements, and writing, of course. Her writing passionately strengthens a deeper sense of connection with within yourself, your family, community, and humanity in healthy and memorable ways. And her work excels at providing practical public benefit with fun, educationally-based programs. Now, Iris's One Process and her Collective Genius Fundraising Program are now being shared in study groups in several countries around the world. And Iris's ebook titles include, I'm going to list them for you, Ranting of a Psychic Grandmother, that's funny, Children's Celebrations and Ceremonies Workbook, and her latest work, which is titled Leave a Legacy of Wisdom, a process to inspire sharing your stories, values, and insights. This groovy grandmother's greatest passion is inspiring the joy that comes from honoring people anonymously. Her intriguing website, anonymousexpressions.com, offers over 30 honoring awards you can send anonymously to spread unconditional love, joy, laughter, and mysterious fun. And that it does. Iris Barrett, <laughs> welcome to the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast. Thank you, Kaylin. I received a little uh, packet, uh, an envelope from Anonymous Expressions uh, f- a few weeks ago, and I thought, what is I know it's it's got to be some sort of promotional thing and somebody knows me but I didn't know who or why or what it was pretty fun so thank you for that you're welcome now uh, our topic today is about bridging the generation gap which is something that it always intrigues me because as a as a baby boomer you know and part of this huge generation that spans many many years so we, you know there's a, a lot of um, different types of people in the baby boom and the mother of three millennials I just find the whole thing fascinating the way um, generations change and what matters to them and how they relate to each other and how they don't you know relate with one another and um, sometimes the things that you that you see on that you read in social media I I mean I I do a lot with social media and um, digital marketing and some of the things you hear people say just um, are amazing to me sometimes how we we always need to learn to get along so that this is a really great topic for us now the first question that I always ask all my guests on uh, boomers ultimate guide podcast is uh, I, I mean I read a bio I told people a little bit about you but if you would like to expand on that I would really I like to collect those stories those journeys uh, as as we learn how people came to be doing what it is they're doing. And I never stop a guest, Iris, and you don't have to, but I never stop a guest from telling us whether or not they too are a baby boomer. Obviously, I am a baby boomer grandmother, and I'm very grateful to live in the Colorado Rocky Mountains in a very gorgeous paradise. And I think the most important thing to me, Kaylin, as I become a grandmother is clarifying my values. And... Because I have done so much good work, honestly, in clarifying my values, things like 
kindness and gratitude and compassion that mean the world to me, it's allowed me to become very serious about honoring other people anonymously. And that's been a ton of fun. And I think that I'm anxious to share today about honoring our values and how we can bridge the generation gap. And I'm excited to share about my new book, Leave a Legacy of Wisdom, because it really is a great process for sharing your stories, your values, and your insights. And I have to say that my primary goal in life for the last, oh, I'm getting older, probably <laughs> 35 years, has been to be the most grateful person I know. And I do it better than anyone else I know. I feel I have really accomplished that to my own satisfaction. And that brings me a lot of joy, being grateful, honoring other people, and sharing my values in unique and interesting ways. Wow. And I got to tell you, I really believe, and I put myself in this category, that most people are selfish. Okay, our first thought is about us. And I, I, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that because if you are not looking out for you and taking care of you, you know, you shouldn't rely, I don't think you should be relying on other people to make sure that your happiness occurs, right? I think that's your responsibility. But then that stops people from doing what it is you're talking about, from making sure that they take the time to be grateful for other people and everything else. So that's, that's absolutely true. That's really, you're setting a very high bar. <laughs> well, and what I found is that, you know, the more I honor and appreciate other people, the more I honor and appreciate myself. Interesting. <clears throat> so eventually we come to see that it's like a, a, a wonderful circle, you right. know, because as we honor other people, we feel good about ourselves, the more grateful we are with other people, the more generous we feel, the more grateful we are. I mean, Generosity and gratitude are absolutely connected. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe you. I, that it makes sense to me, you know, when, when we're analyzing it in this way. So do you find that baby boomers take to this idea more so than other generations or? Um... Absolutely they do. Oh, yeah. And there's several reasons for it, I think. Uh, one is that I think as we become older, we have more time to contemplate and reminisce, and we do. <laughs> We have time to really think about what really matters. We can become more objective about the challenges we faced, what we've learned from it. And we gain a larger perspective as a result of our experience, right. as a result of this reminiscing. And we really can look at the wisdom that we have. And I think we also come to a place where we do genuinely care more about other people. So all of those things are reasons why people start thinking about a legacy of wisdom. And while it's wonderful to be able to leave a boatload of money to your family, um, I'm certainly not in that position. And, you know, money isn't the answer to everything. However, being able to leave a legacy of wisdom and to share your stories and your values and your insights, you know, I've often wondered how different it would have, my life might have been if someone would have left me something that special. Right. When I was a young, struggling mother and a young, struggling wife or even a teenager during some of my challenging times. So anyway, I think baby boomers are so special and they love this process because it helps them reminisce. It helps them share their values, their stories, their broader perspective. And they really get how what a wonderful opportunity it is to really share who they really are with other people, not just what they've done, but things like gratitude and compassion and kindness and freedom and how those things have affected their lives. 
Right. Who, who they've become uh, along the journey. Exactly right. right. Because we, you know, when you live long enough, not that either of us are old codgers by any, any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, th different things matter to you. And um, it's easier to go with the flow a little bit. It's easier not to get uh, upset about things, you know. And so let's talk about bridging this gap because there are definitely things that I know we as boomers have learned that would be beneficial for my millennials. To, not, that they're, not that they're going to listen, right? You know, when I was young, <laughs> I didn't want to listen to my parents either. You know, you're always the smartest person in the room when you're, um, a teenager and, and in your 20s. But um, eventually you start to figure out that maybe there are things you can learn from other people. So why don't you share some of your best uh, tips with the audience about, you know, bridging this gap and, and practicing uh, gratitude and um, passing that wisdom along? Thank you so much. I'm excited to do so. You know, I totally understand the problem. The problem is, is that we know we're older, we know we're wiser, we know we have a better perspective, and we feel like we have earned the right to preach it. Yeah. <laughs> However, it doesn't work. <laughs> right. That doesn't mean anybody wants to listen, right? Exactly. Exactly. So that's the challenge. And <clears throat> we also have to understand that their job is to rebel. I mean, even if they understand that it's for their own best interest, they that whole teenage thing, that younger generation thing is all about rebelling. And, and there's a positive aspect to that. Hopefully they grow up, become responsible and independent adults, and, and they're trying to separate. Even though we know that, it's still hard. Yeah. So you know, It's, it's always better to learn from your own mistakes than just to take somebody else's mistakes as your absolutely. own. Absolutely. Yeah. And they want to be able to go out there and make their own mistakes. And part of our job is to honor them in that process and mm -hmm. support them in that process. So we understand the challenge. So my main tips are, number one, do your best to not be preachy. <laughs> Watch your tone of voice, because that'll always give you away. And understand that they're coming from a rebellious place and that's what they need to do. So my most important advice about bridging the generation gap is to provide an invitation. Um, the very best way I have done that with this fabulous ebook that I'm very excited about is it has over 45 questions and like 90 key values. So it has all these different values, kindness, compassion, freedom, gratitude, you name it, it's in there, laughter, humor. And then you get to ask, all, ask and answer all these great questions like what do you appreciate most about kindness or gratitude? And what story or experience about kindness or gratitude would you like to share? And so what happens is not only do I get to share what really matters to me, my wisdom, my insights about these important values, as the younger person or the other person reads the process that you have written or that I have written, they look at the question. So the question keeps an open mind. So it's like as I'm saying, you know, I wonder what I appreciate about gratitude. And then I start writing about how wonderful it makes me feel and all the different ways it enriches my life. They read the question too and they start thinking about, huh, I can relate to a lot of those things because these values are so universal. That's the beauty of it, honestly. You know, everybody has good experiences with gratitude and kindness. Everyone has, you know, 
feelings about freedom, how important it is and why and what right. gets in the way. So, you know, it's very exciting, I think, to provide an invitation and asking questions invites participation. Right. It sounds like so, fun, actually. You know, it really is. And I have to say, too, that it's been incredibly enriching for me personally. My appreciation and gratitude has so deeply grown for all of my values. And I'll tell you what, the stories, the precious stories about my grandmother, the, the wisdom that's come out of the mouths of babes of my children and my grandchildren, being able to preserve those and you know, really focus on those has been so incredibly enriching for me. Right. Now, what do you think our biggest obstacle is going to be in bridging this gap? Well, I think, I think it's difficult for all of us as boomers to see how entitled our children are, how privileged they are. You know, and it's easy to say, well, when I was your age, things were really different. And they were. They were, in fact, sure. different. And I think that's huge. I think one of the reasons this process is important is because we don't have a lot of family time together anymore. You know, not only do we have tons of distractions, both us and especially the younger generation, but we live in different places. My family's all spread out. And sometimes I'm very sad that I don't have more time to spend with my grandchildren and be a more positive influence in their life. You know, that's a huge challenge. I think the other challenge that I want to address that I think baby boomers all have is that as we get older, we need to learn to manage loss. It's a reality. Mm. The health disappears, the friends start dying off, we lose our careers. Um, we have to learn how to manage loss. And manage is a word that's always used for a good reason. You don't necessarily get over it. You know, you don't not look at it. You learn to manage loss. And so what I think is so great is this legacy of wisdom process allows you to sort of preserve these wonderful stories, preserve these memories, and, you know, in a sense, immortalize your life in a way. And I think it really, I'm noticing that it really helps people deal with a loss that every mature person starts going through. Sure. There's a real sense of fulfillment. I have to say, when I did it, honestly, Kaylin, I feel like I had completed a sacred trust in terms of guiding future generations with the ability to look at the wisdom that was important to me and the values that were important to me and the great stories you know, with family members and, you know, being able to keep a sense of humor. And parts of me got to be fairly wonderful and vulnerable at the same time, you know, to really show the, the person. Um, so all of that's really exciting to me. And I understand those challenges. You know, we don't get together as much as we wanted to. We don't have the ability, even though we've got all kinds of communication abilities, Everyone is so incredibly distracted. And the other thing is, I think we need to, as boomers, trust the timing of this. Sometimes it's not until our children or grandchildren become boomers themselves that they have the time and the interest to contemplate, gee, I want to learn more about your life, about my mom's life after she's dead and gone, or my grandmother. Sure. So, so part of it is to trust that even though they might not be interested in it now, that you are preserving it for future generations and somebody's gonna read it. And it might not be until they have the perfect timing, whether they have a crisis in their life 
or they become a boomer with lots of time and they want to reminisce. Well, it might not be until they actually need it. Exactly. Right. You know, things come to you when you need you need them, when you need to hear them. I mean, uh, once again, anyone who's lived long enough can can have read the same book more than once and get something out of it each time because they're in a different place at the time that they consume the information again. That's why you can watch a, a movie more than once. That's, you know, a TV show. You can read a book. You can go do an activity more than once because wherever you're at, that now for you right. as you're experiencing it, you're different each now. Yes. And so you're getting something different out of it. So, yeah, you're right. When they have the time and probably when they need it the most, they will revisit. It's really true. And one of the other things that I find that's extremely beneficial that I wanted to mention is that, so say, for example, you have a problem with your daughter, whatever generation you have a real serious issue with. Sometimes you can get them involved. So what you could do is you can say, hey, you know, I would like you to record me. I want to share my wisdom. I want to share my great stories, especially if you have a cute story about them when they were little. And so you get them to interview you. They ask the question. So what's the most important thing to you about gratitude? You know, tell me a story about compassion. And so it's so fabulous because if you can get them involved and they're the techies. Right. So if you can get them involved in asking you the questions and recording it for you, you know, that's even better. Yeah. That's yeah. even better. It's funny. No matter how many times my children have heard the story of, you know, the, the night they were born or the day they were born. Right. They always want to hear that story again. And I think, but you know, this story already. No, and I want to, I want to hear it again. I remember for my, my birthdays in October and the last October, my husband, he must've been out of town or he, he wasn't with us, but my three sons and I went out to dinner and they are now, they're 23, 20 and 17. You know, they're young, they're all young men, young adults. And, uh, they weren't super enthused about having to go out to dinner with mom you know, during the middle of the week. But what I did with them while we were sitting in the booth at one of our favorite restaurants is I, I asked them each a question, like, what's your favorite memory of something you and I did together? This is what I wanted for my birthday. Tell me one of your favorite memories of us. And as they went around, it just brought out more and more memories and we reminisced and it was funny. And we and had the birthday. most, <laughs> we had the most amazing time. Uh -huh. On my birthday, I enjoyed it tremendously. That's uh, so great. And how could they turn you down at your birthday? Exactly, <laughs> right? I took full Smart. advantage of it. And in the end, they, you know, they had a great time too because there were stories that they they didn't all know. You know, maybe only one of them or two of them knew it because, you know, they're they're each three years apart, so they're experiencing these things differently because they were different ages. You know, when stuff happened. So let me ask you, Iris, what would you do, what would you tell somebody to do right now to, in, to get started today in bridging this gap, creating this legacy, preparing to hand down this wisdom? You know, I think the most important thing is to make a list of your values, those key words. And yes, I think my book is fabulous. Why? Because I wrote it. I put a lot of time and energy into it. And it has like over 90 key words that represent key values that are very, very universal, ones like we, the ones that we've talked about, freedom, gratitude, compassion. 
And so to make a list of your values and then to think about, you know, what stories do you have about those values? And it's what's great about my Legacy of Wisdom book is that it has over 45 really good questions to help prime the pump. It has over 90 key values to prime the pump. And it also, I have to say, has a lot of good examples. And what I find is that people say when they read my examples, you realize how universal it is. It's the right. same stuff that gets in the way for all of us. <laughs> right. You know, and it's the same things that warm our hearts. You know, right. and so being able to read someone else's heartwarming stories and examples and pick up on other people's little bits of wisdom or stories of the children has a tendency to trigger their own. So it's a it's a pretty wonderful journey, whether people want to just read it to read someone else's history or whether they want to actually participate. But to really look at what you value and what comes out is not only what your values are, but whom you value and why. Mm. You know, what I appreciated most about my grandmother, what I appreciate most about this particular child, you know, what stories are the greatest ones about the people in your life. And right. They absolutely get that you love and care about them. And what's more important than that? Yeah, I know. Oh, it sounds fabulous. So where can people uh, find you on the web? Where can they find the book? Give us some details. Um, my website is anonymousexpressions.com. And you'll notice that it says ebooks. <laughs> so it's very simple. It's a $5 ebook right now. And um, I think it's a very fabulously well spent $5. And the amazing. Let's give them the title of the book again, too. I, yes. I, I have it written down. Um, Leave a Legacy of Wisdom, a process to inspire sharing your stories, values, and insights. I want to make sure that's that, exactly right. Yeah, that we get that in. I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, that's fine. It's on my website, anonymousexpressions.com. And that is the title the Leave a Legacy of Wisdom. And the price is right. <laughs> And what's great, too, is, you know, if you get bored reading my stories, I doubt that you will. But if you do, you basically can write out, there's a sheet that you can print out with all of the keywords and the key questions. What I did is you can put it in a, a blank notebook, take it wherever you go and work on gratitude today, work on freedom tomorrow. And when things come to you, write them down. And it's really a, a very enriching process, I think, for you personally, as well as the people that you leave it to. Right. It sounds um, it sounds phenomenal, actually. It sounds something right up my alley. A lot of fun because I'm, a, of course, I'm a writer too. Not as prolific as you are, but you know, once a writer, always a writer. And it sounds it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, well, it is to do. fun. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. And um, the last question I always ask my guests when we wrap up is if there is an inspirational quote or story that they would like to share with us before we go. I'm sure you have a ton of stories. <laughs> well, I, I do want to say I have a million great stories about how honoring people anonymously has transformed my life and the lives of other people. And you can learn a lot more about that on my website. But the story that relates to the Leave a Legacy of Wisdom process, um, in Cuenca, Ecuador, I was invited to a women's spirituality retreat and to present the process. And what was fabulous about it is there was one woman who was there and, oh, some people didn't want her there. She'd been really negative, having a hard time. They didn't know if she'd come. Well, she actually came. And so the, the opportunity was to pick a key value and to answer the questions and then share it with the group. Well, this woman said, 
well, I saw something on this list that I used to have and I don't have it anymore and I really want to have it back and I realize that, you know, it's really affecting my life in a negative way not to have it. And the word is gratitude. And she answered those questions about gratitude, what she appreciated about it, what got in the way, if she had more gratitude, you know, what actions might she take? And she worked through this process and shared it with everyone and you could watch her face you could watch her literally transform, and she cried at the end, and of course all of us women got teary too, and it was so beautiful. Another woman shared about compassion, and it was so great, and what I'm finding, a lot of people are doing this in terms of a study group, Right. and so what's really cool is if everybody decides, okay, we're going to work on the questions, and we're going to work on compassion next week, and so you get everyone in the group sharing what they have written their story, their insights about compassion, or the next week everybody shares about kindness, and not that we're not open to something else that's up for you, but it's so profound when everyone shares on a specific value, um, and we inspire each other. So more and more people are looking at it to, to do study groups, and that's very, very exciting for me. That would be fun. And it just occurred to me uh, when I belonged to a you know a book club years ago, we got to the point where I think a lot of people who are really avid readers to the point that they'd be in a book club and they would you know discuss you know the underlying messages in books are secretly writers, you know at heart. Yes, and we are. so we got to a point where we we also had writing prompts for ourselves and we would do this would be a great. Uh, task, task sounds no fun, but a um, activity, this would be a great activity for a lot of book clubs to to go through, you know, not only discuss the book, but just to prompt a discussion or even say, how does this particular keyword relate to the book and, you know, enhance the whole experience? It's absolutely true. And people love to tell their stories. Yeah, they people do. love to share. And, and one of the great questions that really helped to transform my life, I have to say, unexpectedly, is, you know, what other values or qualities contribute to my experience of, say, compassion? Well, you get to see how compassion and service and kindness, you get to see how they sort of flow and merge together and enhance your life. And so I have become much more aware of how these qualities work together, merge together, and, you know, enhance my experiences. Well, this this is absolutely fabulous i've probably used that word way too many times but uh it it sounds like so much fun iris thank you so much for for uh having the passion right to put a project like this together so that the rest of us can enjoy it thank you so much caitlin i really appreciate this opportunity and i'm glad that you had time to come share with myself and my audience iris barrett whom you can find at Anonym, I want to make sure I look it up, anonymousexpressions.com, spelled, and I say this often, spelled exactly as it should be in the English language because sometimes website names are a little wonky. This is anonymousexpressions.com, exactly as it should, and that's where you can go pick up her book. I'm going to give you the title again so you know what you're looking for. Leave a Legacy of Wisdom, a Process to Inspire Sharing Your Stories, Values, and Insights. Iris Barrett, it's been wonderful speaking to you today. Thank you for your time. You as well, Kaylin. Thank you so much. And for those of you out there listening and or watching, this is Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where every Tuesday afternoon, 
you can get a new episode with wonderful guests like Iris, where we talk about the, the various plethora of things that matter to baby boomers in terms of building thriving businesses and living vibrant lives. So until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Boom, baby. That's it for now. See you next time on Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.